0: hit record. Okay, so good evening, everyone. You're listening to The Heart Wonders, a podcast where I share thoughts that have been placed on my heart. I am your host, Wanda Walker, and my hope is that a thought will be placed on your heart as well. This evening, I have the privilege of just engaging in a conversation, a remarkable young woman. She's for one, she has won multiple pageants most recently miss armed forces she's won miss universe miss louisiana she's (laughs) a veteran she's a first responder she's a breast cancer survivor she's a mother she's a grandmother she's a daughter she's a sister she's a woman of god a prayer warrior and i'm proud to say she's also one of my cousins so today we're going to just sit here and just engage in the conversation as we just talk about and share what is your purpose. So now, Nisi, how are you doing? I am blessed and highly favored.
1: <laughs> that's, that's good. Old, that's good. Look, that's
0: what the old saints used to say. <laughs> but of course, blessed and highly favored. Hey, feel with the Holy Spirit. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, yes. Yeah, so as we just kind of talk about your purpose, you know, we know everybody has a purpose, but not everybody knows what their purpose is. So how did you come about knowing what your purpose is or are you still trying to figure it out? I think it's a little bit of both. OK, um, let
1: me correct something real quick, though. Not Miss Universe. I'm sorry. I was, that's OK. Um, I am, I was, I just recently gave up this title of Miss Louisiana World Universal. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the purpose, I feel I've always liked coaching. Okay. So that means teaching. Mm-hmm. So for years, I wanted, I, I prayed and I was asking God, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Okay. Um, what is it that I'm supposed to do? I see people being prophetess, missionaries. I wanted to know where my place was in the kingdom. Okay. Truthfully. Um, it took a minute. Okay. And I, I remember... In 2019, I was talking to my pastor. That's when um, I was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, I talked to him and I said, hey, I said, with everything that's going on with me, I said, I am so clueless about where I'm supposed to be. Where is my place? Mm -hmm. I have worked with the youth department in my church. I have uh, coached my children's little dribblers, their step teams, their, you know, just different different things that my kids did. From the time they were little, I was always that active mom and I was that mm-hmm. coach. Um, I teach Sunday school. Mm-hmm. And then when I started doing pageantry, I started coaching, the girls for pageants so my okay.
0: pastor said what 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 you what you think all that mean <laughs> and see now because you've taken it with everything and as you're trying to figure out what your purpose how did you get into pageantry
1: Ooh, well i am okay to talk about it now but i was in the united states navy okay I was raped in the Navy. And so um, I thought I was okay. Okay. I've always had kind of low self-esteem. I honestly never thought I was pretty. Okay. I never thought that I could be liked by people. Mm -hmm. I felt like I needed to prove myself all the time so when I got with my ex-husband he said um I know something's going on with you he said you snapped I'm sorry he said you snapped for no reason at all the other night and I was like nothing and what it was is that I was cleaning the kitchen and he came up behind me okay and I jabbed him in the back because it It was dark in in the dining room and I was in the kitchen. And so I had the light on in the kitchen, but my back was turned. So when he came up behind me, it was an instant reflex. Okay. And he said, what in the world? (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You cannot sneak up like that behind me. Uh And that's when he asked me, he said, "Uh uh-uh, you're going to tell me what happened. So I... to him what was going on okay well the va diagnosed me with ptsd okay i have major depressive disorder which it's crazy you're asking because this month june is ptsd awareness month okay and um i always thought that ptsd was for the people that went to war okay I thought that it was for people that, you know, was in the service. They went over there, they killed people, they did things, they saw things. And so they came back traumatized. Okay. And then as he explained this to me, I realized, and I found out that PTSD is not just for the military. Anybody can have it. It's when you have experienced a traumatic event in your life. Mm-hmm. And it follows you something changes in your life because of that moment that you cannot kind of deal with things on a on a regular basis for instance if you get in a bad car wreck mm-hmm. some people have ptsd with that if you were the one driving some people no longer want to drive because they're so afraid of getting in that wreck again or if you're on the passenger side, you feel like you always have to drive because you were in that passenger side, so you don't trust nobody else's driving.
0: And so it's ironic, your you daily said that because typically most people uh, affiliate PTSD with being in the military. But as you just pointed out, you don't necessarily have to be in the military. Any type of traumatic event can ultimately bring on the onset of PTSD. Exactly. And PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder,
1: Mm -hmm. okay? Um, When you get diagnosed with PTSD, there are two, you have to have two mental illnesses for them to diagnose you with it. Okay. For me, it was major depressive disorder. Okay. And severe anxiety.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: It's not to say that I just, oh my God, I'm just so depressed today. No, certain things trigger. You have triggers mm-hmm. with that. And um, for me, when I was raped, I was some, the guy came from behind. Okay. It was dark and he pulled me in a room. Okay. So when my ex-husband came up behind me, that triggered me. hmm Okay. Okay. So certain depends on what happened to you when it happened, how it happened. Certain things would definitely trigger you. Well, with that being said, me having that done to me also lower my self-esteem. I just build up my self-esteem. Oh, I joined the Navy, Mm -hmm. you know, and then this happened. So now my self-esteem is gone again and mm-hmm. trying to build it back up. Okay. And my ex-husband and I used to do a lot together. I mean, everything together really. And so I went, once I got diagnosed, they asked me, did I want counseling? And I said, yes, because I wanted to get better. Okay. Um, and I have to say this, we as a black community, very seldom want to go to therapists. counselors.
0: That is so true because we have been accustomed to thinking counseling is what other races and nationalities do when in fact that in and of itself is another tool or resource that God has made available to each and every one of us regardless of your race or nationality.
1: Yeah um We tend, oh, I'm not telling such and such my business, but yet and still is all out in the street anyway. So why can't you go to somebody in confidence and
0: tell them what's really going on and get yourself some help? Because there's also the stigma that if I go see a counselor, then evidently something is really wrong. I'm crazy. And we're ashamed of how we're going to be perceived If we were to one, let others know that we're going to counseling. But not only that, there's also, how is this counselor going to perceive me? When in essence, this is a professional. So they've heard some of everything. So Mm -hmm. nothing in and of itself should shock or surprise a counselor. But
1: when you do not have the knowledge of what actually goes on in counseling sessions Mm -hmm. or psychiatry, psychiatric sessions uh these are the things that because we've had to hold our peace for so long as well Mm -hmm. because of our ancestry and our our parents i know for us it was a lot of things you just didn't talk about back in the day that is true you know so you just kind of push things under the rug oh i'll be fine i'll be okay and Therein lies the generational curses, or the different things that come up because now the things that you have that has happened to you, and you haven't taken care of this situation. Now your children, your children, your husband, your family, um, co-workers, or whoever it may be, your employees are getting the blunt of it because now you're taking taking out on them what has happened to you
0: and nobody
1: really knows the truth of what happened. So they don't understand why you are like you are.
0: That is so true. and But all of that in and of itself leads to and it adds to your testimony because as we encounter others, we never know who has gone through the same thing that we've gone through somebody, something similar or even we could be preparing somebody for that which is to come they right. have not experienced it yet but by the grace of god or oh, unfortunately it's something that they may have encountered mm-hmm. later on down the line okay so with all of that so now it's the being you know self-conscious and everything else so now we're going up to the pageants and competing right and everything else
1: My counselor talked to me and she said, I need you to do something that's just about you. Okay. I "I do things all the time. That's about me. Mm -hmm. I love to do stuff. You know, I do a lot of things Mm -hmm. that I like doing and I do it because that's me. And she Uh said, really? She said, so what do you do? I said, oh, I love going fishing and crabbing. She said, with (laughs) your husband. I said, okay. She said about you. I said, I'm a firefighter.
0: She but that's said, still not about you.
1: She said, you're a firefighter. I said, yes. She said, that's amazing. Find very few women that do that. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, I'm the first Black woman in my community to ever be on the fire department. Congratulations. Said, Thank you. She said, well, that's amazing. But don't you do that with your husband, too?
0: <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: I was like, I do. She said, you're not getting my point. I need you to do something that's only about you. Your husband can support you, but he cannot do it with you. Well, at that time I lost a lot of weight. And of course, like I said, I had low self-esteem. So I figured me being real small, Of course, you look at the pageants, you look at the Mm -hmm. girls and they're Mm -hmm. tiny and, you know, and real petite. And so Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I've always wanted to be in a pageant. I said, I wonder if I actually could um, win. Okay. Now that I've lost all this weight. Okay. So I got into pageantry. Okay. And my ex-husband said, that is crazy and I said what he said you're 43 years old I said I know I said my daughter was in pageants and I watched a lot of stuff you know so I helped her I took dancing when I was younger I took Mm -hmm. piano so I know how to read music you know I played in the band I sang in the choir I said so if there's a talent I'm okay he Mm -hmm. said that's not what I'm talking about not that you can't do it he said, first of all, you're a little old. I've never seen nobody your age do a pageant. Okay. He, said, okay. he said, secondly, she, you're, you're literally doing your assignment to build yourself up. Mm-hmm. He said, but you decide to do something that's going to judge you even more and tear you down when you don't win. That makes no sense whatsoever. Wow. Okay. And I told him, I said, there's a difference. I said, being in pageantry, I go, I compete. Mm -hmm. They tell me what I did wrong. I go back, I fix it. I said, it's not like in the world. Okay. In the world, people just talk about you. And you may hear on a glimpse, you know, on the side oh you know she done gained a whole lot of weight and you may hear that and then you try to lose the weight maybe okay Mm -hmm. but when when you spend your money to be in these pageants (laughs) oh i need to know everything that y'all told me was wrong and i'm i'm competitive
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i'm very competitive my daughter made me a shirt when i first when I first won my first pageant. Okay. And it said first runner up is first loser. The only thing that counts is the crown. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I used to say that all the time because when I started, I literally competed in 10 pageants. Okay. And I won every side award, most beautiful hair, most beautiful, most beautiful smile, most beautiful eyes. And all I got was first runner up. So you're coming in everything but the crown. But the crown. And so she was like, mom, you did good to say you've never, you don't have a coach. You don't have, you just decided to do this. Mm -hmm. She said, you're doing, and I was like, first runner up is first loser. Nobody knows who, I said, if you don't have a crown, nobody knows who you are. And she okay. was like, "Mom." I was like, mm, "Who was Miss America?" When you Vanessa Williams, when Vanessa yes. Williams won, mm-hmm. she was like, "What you mean?" I said, "Who was the first runner-up to, to Vanessa Williams?" She was like, "I said, exactly. First runner-up is first loser. The only thing that counts is the crown." So she put it <laughs> on a <the> shirt. Okay. <laughs> hey.
0: So, so now you're competing, doing the pageants. You yeah. competed in 10, you won everything except for the crown. So now it's a starting to kind of connect that maybe this is your purpose or a part of your purpose. It was part of it. Okay. And
1: I say that because in everything that you do, you try to set goals. You have your Mm -hmm. short-term goals and your long-term goals. So when I went back to my counselor and I talked to her and I said, I lost another pageant. And she said, (laughs) okay. She said, you're doing these pageants. She was like, so what is your goal behind this? Just to win a crown, just to say, Hey, I want a crown. Uh I said, I thought about that. And I said, I would like to one day own my own pageant. Oh, okay. To have a scholarship for young ladies. hmm And she said, really? What kind of pageant? I said, I haven't gotten that far. I just know I would like to own my own pageant one day. Okay. I said, but in order to own my own pageant, I have to compete. I have to know how it feels to be in those girls' shoes. Mm-hmm. And being in pageantry, I just thought you go to a pageant, you compete, and that was it. I no. didn't even know that there were different systems. I didn't know that there were different types of pageants. Okay. I was like, what in the world? Um, so I did this cause pageant. And it was called Colors for Calls. Okay. And it is a pageant that supports kids with cancer. OK, it doesn't ha- it doesn't matter what type of cancer. And so I'd want again, every award except mm-hmm. the crown. Okay. Her. And this lady by the name of Miss Pam Cormier came up to me and she said, you were beautiful. She said, let me coach you.
0: Mm, OK,
1: and I said, well, I-, I have to talk to my husband about it. And because at the
0: time you didn't have a coach.
1: No, I would never been coached. Okay. And I I was just watching people and trying to do what they did. Okay. And so um, she said, okay. She said, that's fine. So I talked to Steven and I I told him, he said, I told you, you probably would need a coach. And I said, okay, because my daughter does my hair. Mm -hmm. I would do my own makeup at that time because I was a makeup artist for fashion fair for a while. Okay. So I already knew how to do my makeup. My daughter is a cosmetologist. She owns her own beauty salon. Even back then she was in school or whatever. And she was, you know, just playing in my hair, just helping (laughs) me out and doing it. Okay. And so I said, "Um, okay. And so I went back to her and I said, my husband said, that's fine. How much are the sessions? And she, Mm -hmm. she told me, she looked at me, she said, nope I'm not going to charge you right now and I said ma'am she said nope she said I'm going to teach you what I know Oh. she said because when I decide to retire you're going to be my protege oh okay I said okay she said now let's pick a pageant and we're going to go win it And I was like okay (laughs) so There's a little festival um, here in Lake Charles, I mean, in Sulphur, they no longer have a pageant. Okay. But this was 2015 and it was Christmas under the Oaks. Okay. And we went and I won and I won Supreme, which means that I won my whole division. And so she was like, "I told you." You know, And from that point on, I literally started winning, like. And so as I'm doing these pageants, she's teaching me about the different types of pageants.? Okay? Um, they're small town pageants. People do it for fundraisers or to help someone out.)
0: Okay. Um,
1: One was done in my honor called um, Hometown Heroes.
0: Okay, now on that note, just hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back.